We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 13th, 2014. And today we're most, mostly going to be covering the ongoing debacle, planned collapse of, our, of the borders, the southern border of America, and all of the implications that has for really not only the United States and, and North America, but also I think this is going to greatly spill over into the world. The United States is really the last major chess piece that has to really fall. I, I think, to a certain extent, most all other countries in the world have been compromised at at a pretty high level. And not to say we haven't, but... Um, there are certain things in here that, that need to be imploded. And, and that includes the dollar and, and, and the middle class and, and the, um, the Bible-believing typical like profile remnant that would continue to exist in, in America, which is one of the main targets of the New World Order. And that would include anybody that's pro-Constitution, um, uh, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, um, uh, 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 anybody that's against the, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender agenda, uh, you know, all of these people are considered domestic ter- terrorists in America. So, <clears throat> to start out with, just some rapid-fire bullet points to kind of get us going. These are just some of the typical headlines that we're seeing here, um, typically on, like, Drudge Report and these types of things. Uh, and I'm, I'm giving you the links to all of these. You can check those out further if you want, but I'm, I'm going to kind of just be going over them in rapid-fire uh, succession. Mega-billionaires uh, Buffett, Gates, and Adelson unite for amnesty. So not only do we have the most wicked factions of our corrupt, satanic government absolutely pushing this as hard as they can, but now we also, and, and obviously it's been that way, the mega-billionaires, the high-profile mega-billionaires, like Buffett, Gates, Adelson, they're, they're all united for amnesty as well. On a lot of, and because they really want this North American Union, they, they really want the, what it comes down to is, is the North American Union, New World Order, ruled by Antichrist and false prophet. That's where we're all heading with this. So it, it is, um, from that standpoint, we can see that clearly in the Bible that this is something that, uh, from a satanic standpoint, from a one world government standpoint, will happen. Doesn't mean we shouldn't fight evil and try to expose it. Going further, illegals to get lawyers, schools, and health care. This was in the Washington Times. President Obama's new border spending request will pay for schooling, health care, and lawyers. Now, I got into this before, but now they're reiterating it. Lawyers for the unaccompanied illegal immigrant children surging across the border. Officials told Congress on Thursday as they pleaded for quick action on the $3.7 billion package. So they want more money to bring more illegal aliens in. Whether it be the children, whether it be the drug smugglers, smugglers, whether it be the terrorists that are coming in from the Middle East, they want more of that in America. Because they realize the more of them they can get into our borders, the more allies they're going to have when they collapse the government. 
That's what this is all about. This is about getting bigger numbers for the Illuminati within the United States borders so that when they do pull that trigger, there's going to be a a huge percentage of people that are absolutely, totally dependent on the government in in every way, shape, and form. And um, our welfare class and and then these tons and tons and tons of, of illegal aliens that will already be here. And they'll do whatever they're told. And then you have the terrorists and the drug smugglers and, and the M, uh, MS-13 gangs, which will probably be incorporated into their own uh, homeland security type uh, forces. And so the more people they bring in like that, the better. So this money, this this money that the fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell is asking for, I'm sorry, I mean Obama, is asking for is this $3.7 billion. Guaranteed, this isn't going to be used to bring them back. They've already done all, ran all the numbers, and it would be far, far, I mean, it's like one one-hundredth of the cost to send them back first, in a, on a first-class plane, back to wherever they came from to reunite them with whatever family sent them off into the abyss, it would be like one one-hundredth the cost then to keep them here in the base, basically for us to... And, I mean, really, and if you extrapolate that out, that the, the one one-hundredth isn't even going to be accurate. It's, it's going to get larger and larger and larger, percentage-wise, the longer they stay here, illegally. So this is all this money that's being requested it will be used for. They're telling the border patrol agents to they're, they're they're forcing them to literally stand down. They're putting them on administrative like you know leave and these types of things. We're going to get into all this today. It, it's absolutely unbelievable what is happening. It's so in your face. It's so flagrant. It's so rogue. It, it's just so satanic that it's hard to really wrap your head around because. The gloves are really coming off. The, the mask is coming off. You're really seeing the, the the raw fangs of Satan, essentially, more and more on on a daily basis. I, I'm sorry, I'm sugarcoating things today, but I'll I'll try to kind of uh, stop beating around the bush. Anyway, Homeland Security Secretary Je Johnson. It's it's spelled J E H. I guess it's J. I don't know. Je is how it sounds. Uh, Johnson said Congress must approve this money this month. Maybe they wanted a really hip name for the new Homeland Security guy, you know, because, you know, you got Janet Butch, uh, lesbian Napolitano, um, who was the former. Now they've got this new guy, so I don't know. Um, Anyway, Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson said Congress must approve this money this month. So he's, he's giving mandates now, evidently. And Congress is as much as they are in bed with this whole wicked, corrupt regime. You know, I, I imagine it's going to most likely happen fairly quickly. Um, Fed spend. Here's another headline: uh, Fed spend one thousand dollars per bed. Um, bringing in the, I guess I think this is more on the uh, teenagers and children that they're housing. Armed militia sets up. Uh, next next headline: Armed armed militia sets up Texas command center. To fight for national sovereignty, the 30, uh, Chris Davis, the 37-year-old commander of the group, would not disclose how many members make up the this American militia, but said the troops would deploy in quote a few weeks. Um, that's a few weeks we don't have. 
He said, quote, we will have patriots all across the country who are willing to sacrifice their time, their monies, and even quit their jobs to come down and fight for freedom, liberty, and national sovereignty. I've heard a lot of talk about this. I just haven't really seen a whole lot as far as visible action. Now, maybe it's happening, and, and I'm not seeing it. Um, I've, I've read a lot of stories about it. And, I mean, I'm not judging them. I just keep seeing stories, but I don't see any, like, reporters down there actually documenting this really happening. Um, so I, I do think that would be wonderful um, for that to happen and, and, you know, for the Lord to to protect them because you know our wicked government's not going to want that to happen. They're going to want, you know, open borders and don't you dare try to interfere with these wonderful drug smugglers and MS-13 gang members coming in and, 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 the, and the Islamic terrorists. And, I mean, how dare you, you know? And so, and you know, those are like, and as I said, those are a large percentage of people that are coming in. And we're going to again be discussing all these points more at length today. Uh, next report: Minuteman recruiting thousands to secure border. That's more. When I read that article, when I saw the interview, that's more. They're going to be going down there and like essentially monitoring the border and reporting these crossings. But the problem is, is if there's no border patrol agents to to police it, it doesn't matter how much reporting a patriot would do regarding the border. If there's nobody to take them into custody, you know, and bring them back where they came from, I mean, let's face it, just if, if they're going to report it and then they're just going to be picked up and taken to the Homeland Security bases, what good's being done, really? They're just going to be processed into the system. They're just going to be assimilated into into America. And so really, I mean, I, I think there needs to be a better uh, goal there. Anyway, projections, 90,000 more to cross, um, uh, illegal aliens to cross by the end of the summer. Next report. And these are all like Washington Times, New York Times, Breitbart. These are all what they're openly admitting to. Uh, next report, border agent said, why hire smuggler when the feds do it for free? In other words, we're smuggling them into the country and we're doing it for free and we're doing it in your face. And again, we're going to look at this at much greater length today to, to see that this isn't just idle words that I'm, I'm speaking here. Next report, Obama meets with immigration hecklers and says, I'm on your side, man. At this recent meeting, Obama said, um, sit down, uh, President Barack Obama begged. Not get out. He said, sit down. After two Hispanic hecklers, probably illegal aliens, interrupted his economic speech on Thursday with shouts about illegal immigration. Now, if that was a patriot that did that, he would have been tased probably to death, right there, and arms wrenched out of the sockets and removed, you know, to be disposed of immediately. It's getting that bad. But no, no, because they were illegal alien Hispanic hecklers. He said, sit down. Um, And then, for the first time in his presidency, the Secret Service stood down And Obama promised to meet them before he left. What a big heart. What a big, black, cold, devil heart he has for evil. Isn't that special? 
I mean, a hallmark moment in the brewing, in the making here. Then he says, I'm sorry what you're yelling about now, Obama said amid the sudden yelling. Sit down, guys. Come on. I'm almost done. Come on. Sit down. I'll talk to you afterwards. I promise. I'm, I'm quoting from his speech what this devil was saying. I'm quoting. I promise I'll bring you back. I'm wrapping things up here. What, what a placating little devil. Fork-tongued devil. If, there was, if this was any kind of constitutional, a pro-life, anti-gay, any type of righteous issue, Obama would have had the Secret Service all over these guys. They would have been done. This is the first time it's, this has ever happened in a presidency, in his presidency. Probably in any. Obama spoke to a cheering partisan crowd on Thursday in Austin, Texas, begging immigration protesters at one point to meet with him privately instead of interrupting his remarks. Oh. And, you know, it's unbelievable to me because what more could this devil be doing for them? It's not good enough, though. See, Satan's never satisfied. La Raza and Mecha and these these central, uh, these, um, these Hispanic, they're really what they are is the equivalent of the Hispanic KKK. Okay, they are the Ku Klux Klan of the Hispanic community. They believe in that re la reconquista or whatever. They're going to reconquer North America and take it back for the Hispanic race. And, and every white man needs to die. They've even got this thing... It's like their shirts, they're like San Diego 24, where where their goal is to kill every white male under 24. <laughs> We're talking, can you imagine if the KKK was walking around with shirts like that at their things? This is, but it's okay in America, because that's politically correct. They can kill us, do whatever they want, they can wish anything they want on, on the white race. And that's fine. Same for Islam. They can kill us, behead the Christians, do whatever they want, rape whoever they want, lie to whoever they want, kill on a daily basis, send rockets over at Israel like they're doing right now, and then when Israel finally retaliates, oh, the world's up in arms, how dare they defend themselves? The Israel even gives them warning before they're going to do it into Palestine so that innocent people can get out of the way. That's not good enough. No, the moment they respond... It, it's okay for Islam to use the, the Palestinians as literal human shields, like they're doing. Okay, and, that they're, and they're told to do this. Use innocent Palestinian civilians as human shields so they can blame Israel. That's fine. That's fine. The lesbian, gay, transgender, bisexuals can say anything they want about Christians. They can get in our face, stomp us, do whatever they want profane us in any way, but don't you dare say anything back to them. It's all a double standard. Total hypocrisy. Pro-abortion crowd, same way. And here you have this devil Obama placating illegal aliens that are literally screaming at him during his speech as though he's not already doing enough for them. They want more drug smugglers, more M- M- uh, MS-13 gang members and whatever other gang members are coming up. They want more Santa Muerte black death cult where they literally worship the angel of death. They want more of that. 
It's not enough. They want more illegal aliens flooding into America. It's not enough for them. That, that's, that's another thing that wasn't really touched on in this thing. Well, when you are demon-possessed, and if you think about it, Satan is never satisfied with anything. He's, you would think, you know, this Satan would be happy with the level of defilement he's achieved in this country. No, no, he's just getting started. Satan's never satisfied. And when you see people that are never satisfied, like these people, these hecklers yelling, of all people, they're yelling at Obama. He's their best bud. I mean, they're BFFs, best friends forever. They probably have one of those lockets that's split in half, and Obama wears one side, and the, and the illegal aliens collectively wear the other half. You know? And they have the audacity to yell at him? And you don't ever hear me defend Obama. But in this case, I almost feel compelled. Yes, I'm defending Satan. True. Because they shouldn't be yelling at him because he's done his satanic level best in order to get as many illegal aliens, drug smugglers, MS-13, Islamic terrorists, and whatever manner of defilement into this country, all the diseases that are pouring in, we're going to talk about that at length too, and they have the audacity to yell at him. You know, some people, no matter what you do from, they just can't appreciate anything. And you know, I got, I got a letter from a, a listener. I'm going to read part of it here. Um, I was just in California. I didn't say anything. We, we took a, Taylor and I took a, she graduated, and we took a, a driving type of vacation. Pray, put out tracks, see the Grand Canyon, go through Sedona, pray over Sedona, see, I mean, um, America is a, a, a stunningly amazing place. I mean, there are parts of America that are just unbelievable. And, I mean, I really saw firsthand when we were in California, I mean, there were, there were parts, I mean, that where we were at, and it was literally like we were the only white people there. And I'm not, I'm not saying this because I don't like Hispanic people. Like I said, I've had a lot of Hispanic patients in the past. Always have got along with them great. Um, for the most part, the ones that I ever met were very nice, humble, and, you know, but again, if they're here illegally, though, I can't condone that action. You know, I know whole ministries that are based on ministering to illegal aliens that are here. Migrant workers and stuff like that. And I just, I'm sorry, no matter what the heart of the pastor, I, it's not that there are any souls or any less precious to God, but I still don't think that that is right to just turn a blind eye toward them being here illegally. Uh, I just, I can't get around that. Anyway, that's my personal thing. You know, I mean, okay, lead them to the Lord and then say, do you understand biblically what you're doing here is illegal? And if the Holy Spirit's really living in you right now, I think you need to rethink things, maybe try to try to do this legally instead of being here illegally. How can God bless that? You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't judge, but I was there. Taylor was there. We saw, and I mean, there were places we went, and I'm, I'm serious. It was like, literally, we were absolutely the only ones that were, were like, um, Caucasian or whatever you want to call it. And I mean, it was like, wow. I mean, almost surreal. The amount of, 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 um, and I, and I, you know, who knows what the percentage of them that are actually here illegally. 
I can't believe it would be a small percentage, particularly based on the things like this that we're seeing here. Uh, a listener wrote to me, says, I live in agricultural California area, which is kind of where we were at when we saw that, um, it was Los Banos, where we were at. And um, I think it's, it's, it's in this probably a similar area. Anyway, he says, I live in an agriculture area of California, a large Mexican population. And the other day I saw a Santa Moarte bumper sticker on a car. The Santa Muerte, you know, if you don't know what that is, just key in Santa, like Santa Claus in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've reported on this. It's, it's the main, it's the, one of the main deities, the main deity the, the drug smugglers and, and the gang members go to to get what they want. It's their main god. And it is literally like praying to the Grim Reaper. It is the angel of death. And... It's a skeleton with a black robe on. I mean, it's it's nice. It's 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 just it's it's a neat kind of uh, uh, devil god to worship, and and they they do that. That's their the, one of their main deities now. They incorporate it in with Catholicism because it works well because there's so much idolatry built into that cult as well. So it says, I live in an agriculture area in California. Uh, he saw a Santa Morte bumper sticker on a car. I asked a Mexican fellow that I work with occasionally about it, and he told me that the Santa Santa Morte is going mainstream. With lots of skeletons or skulls uh, in the sickles and tattoos, probably on the cars, on the people, on everything, in the houses. Now remember, the more evil you export or import into a country, the more defiled and cursed the country is going to be. And the more devils and demons have a right to be here. And the more things degrade. And the Illuminati knows this, and that is why they are so much loving what's going on at the southern border right now. On so many different levels. See, I'm trying, what I try to do on a week-to-week basis is I'm trying to take all the things, all the different aspects I'm seeing. I'm not just looking at what's the economic impact, or what's the impact from a pandemic standpoint. Or, I'm, or what's the impact from just a purely spiritual standpoint, which is something that I haven't really heard discussed very much. I'm trying to, I'm trying to incorporate them all together so that my listeners have the big picture. So going forward, um, he says, and people in Hispanic neighborhoods are placing up dressed skeletons in their doorways and in windows with, with plates of food offered to them. They're literally... They've got, like, food sacrifices that they, they bring out. And, and, I mean, I'm sure if they're more hardcore into it, they'll start sacrificing animals, and then the drug cartels sacrifice humans. That's why there's so many humans that have or go down there and turn up decapitated and hacked up, and, you know, because they're literally using them as human sacrifices. And, and, and see, if in the occult, human sacrifices are, are the most powerful way to get what you want. You know, if there was no benefit to being involved in Satanism or Luciferianism, why are the richest people on on the planet involved in it? Who have more money than anyone else? The top 1% that essentially owns the whole earth from an economic standpoint. If there was no benefit to serving Satan, why would they be doing it? There is benefit. Satan offered them just like he did to Jesus. He said, you know... I'll give you everything. Just bow down and worship me. 
Well, they've taken a, a very similar deal. A lot of them are Luciferian bloodlines and these types of things, and they're literally born into it. And they probably are most likely just purely a vessel of wrath prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. They're, they're literally Satan's seed. The wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. They would fall into that classification. God hath prepared all things for himself, yea, even the, the wicked for the day of destruction. So he, God prepares even the wicked for the day of destruction. So, you've got the Santa Marti skeletons in the doorways and the windows, plates of food offered to them. He told me that when stray cats eat the, that food, entered, uh, um, that, that is offered to the Santa Marti angel of death, if the stray cats eat the food at night, that some of the people actually believe that the angel of death has accepted their offering. Interesting. And this is another thing that's being exported here. With all of this mass illegal immigration. With the blessing of our wicked government. So that's something else to think about as well. Which I really, again, I haven't really heard anybody talk about that. Um, regarding this horrific situation we have at the border. So anyway, back to Obama's speech that he was where he was placating these illegal aliens. Um, he begged them to meet privately with him instead of interrupting his remarks. He's begging to meet with illegal aliens. Yeah, yeah, because God forbid he offend one of them. The White House transcript of his remarks in the liberal enclave of Austin, Texas, omits what the protesters said. But Obama replied, I understand. See, everybody is going to start. I'm on your side, man. Sit down, guys. We'll talk about it later. I promise. Before returning to his teleprompter, the president told his security force to take a step back. He said to them, you don't have to escort them out, he ordered. They'll sit down. When have you ever seen a president do this? What a, what a pathetic, embarrassing gelded response. You know? If somebody's up there screaming about stuff in a speech like this, you know, they need to be escorted out at bare minimum. Granted, if what they're saying is true, you know, I think you should let them. But obviously, this was a total lie. But because of who they were, because they represented the side of evil, Obama was instantly recognized that and aligned himself with it because he is of their ilk and he is of his father the devil and of his works and of his lust. He will do, and he recommended, and he recognized a kindred spirit with his devil, demon-possessed brethren. And he said, oh, no, no, hey, hey, guys, I'm on your side. You are on, on that side, Obama. Choose in whom side this day you're going to serve, like, you know, in the Bible, with Joshua. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, is what he said. Obama says, as for me and my house, we will serve Satan. And then, then he says, and then again, he directed at the hecklers, I promise I'll talk to you afterwards. What a good, good man he is. Obama just wrapped up a section of his speech partially cribbed from earlier fundraising addresses in which he ripped into Republicans for, for slow-walking his demands for immigration reform measures, his, that $3.6 that he wants to bring more in. 
to house them, to feed them, to give them health care and lawyers. And make sure they spread the, the, all the diseases they're, they're coming into. Make sure they get all... Well, it takes money to bus all of the disease-infested illegal aliens that are being brought in. It takes money to bring them in here and spread all that around. And that, you know, it's a lot of gas, a lot of housing and, and you know... Now, I pray to God their souls be saved. I really do. I'm not against the children. Okay, the ones that are coming in. But again, that's that's a that's a percentage. And then there's also the MS-13 teenage gang members that are coming in and that are being recruited into other Hispanic gangs as soon as they hit our soil. And then there's the drug smugglers. And then there's the Islamic extremists and the terrorists that are coming in. So I won't play the narrative like this is just about the children. Because there's a lot of other people coming in. Because everybody's focusing on the children. And that's all the narrative that they're trying to use to get our eyes off what's really going on. I pray to God the children's souls be saved. Yes, I think that they should give them, you know, whatever health care is needed. In order to, like, you know, obviously we don't want you know, anything progressing from a health standpoint. But the bottom line, what always you have to look at in the end is, are they here legally or are they here illegally? And Obama created this whole mess by basically saying, come on up, everyone, the borders are open, it's great weather up here, we'll give you everything you want, and that's basically what's being done. There's whole train loads of these Central American and Mexican people, are like they're showing the trains on Drudge the other day, where, I mean, literal trains, where they're just hanging, on, they're on the, the roof of the train, they're hanging off the sides. The, the train derailed the other day. It was called the Beast. It derailed the other day, because probably because so many people were hanging off it. All coming to the border. To get their respective piece of that American pie. They'll have a bigger piece than you or I will ever have. We, we're, there's no way a, a law-abiding American is going to get free health care and free everything else and free housing. It's not going to happen. We are the dregs of society. We are the enemy. They are the good guys. They are, the, as Pelosi said, the best of what our society is. She said that in a speech the other day. The other day. In fact, I think we might be playing that a little bit later. They're the best. We are the worst. We're the ones that are the slime and the scum, according to them. And and just today, I just saw this on Drudge just now. Oh, I was actually on the page. Um, this is the main, the absolute main report in um, on Drudge Report right now. It wears Eric the Devil Holder sees racial animus in the opposition, because see, he's black, and so is Obama. So anything we say against him must be racially motivated, because we're all bigoted, either whether you're a white listener of mine, whether you're whatever. Even if you're black, you, you're, you're, you're just, you're, you're not being true to your race, if you don't like Obama. Attorney General Eric Holder said Sunday, he and President Obama have been targets of a racial they said they're going to play the race card again. A racial animus by some of the administration's political opponents. 
See, because we don't want all of these illegal aliens here. We're, we're doing it because we're against black people. We're against Obama because he's black. That really makes so much sense to me. Has nothing to do. I don't care if he was purple. What is going on here is absolutely evil. And I don't care if you're white. But I, I expose Bush all the time. I expose, I've exposed Clinton and Hillary Clinton. They're as white as you can be. I've exposed them over and over and over again. In fact, when I first started my ministry, those were the main politicians, obviously, I was keen on. So, he play, he plays the race card here. And then, and then he goes on, in another part of the Drudge Report, he says, Holder says, Attorney General uh, Holder has a lot of sleepless nights, reported ABC News this morning. Chief among his concerns, the threat of homegrown violent extremists. The, like the Boston bombers. Basically CIA mind control slaves that they inserted into that. These lone wolves, these homegrown violent extremists are people who keep me up as night as well. Oh, right, I'm sure you're losing a lot of sleep. Considering you're letting the, the southern border wide open and all these Islamic terrorists are just pouring into the country. That's okay. That doesn't keep him up, though. He likes that. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're kindred spirits. Trying to monitor them, meaning this is trying to monitor you and I, because this is who he's talking about. Trying to anticipate what what it is they're going to do and the experience that we had. Um, it only takes two or three people to do something really horrific. Homegrown terrorists who are motivated by domestic concerns. Dom- yeah, like what, the border being wide open or 60 million babies since Roe versus Wade, dead babies in the abortion, uh, being against the lesbian, gay, transgender, bisexual, uh, wicked, evil agenda of this country. Yeah, th- those are domestic concerns, yeah. So I'm just reiterating here, we're the enemy, according to them. And they've made that abundantly clear. Uh, And, um, you know, that's just the way it goes when you have Satan in control. Okay, so let's go back to the main report here. Uh, Let's see here. Okay, so then we, we go to the next report, and it's entitled Michelle O, Michelle Obama, or Michael Obama, if you see my recent emails on that. Um, uh, yes, I do think that that's a very strong possibility that that is legit. It's a very compelling um, video. Now, remember, the people that put that video out, that weird cultic I don't know what they are. They're like some it's like Catholicism on steroids or something. I have exposed them. So at the end of that video that it documents the physiological uh differences between um Michelle Obama and a normal female, at the end of it the um I forget the name of the cult, but I expose them. I've even done a teaching on them. Just key that name of that cult into the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com because I did a whole part on them, or at least half a part, exposing them. So, But, yeah, the information itself was pretty rock solid. And there's a lot of other compelling information regarding that as well. Anyway, Michelle Obama, we have to keep fighting as hard as we can. The first lady slash man spoke to about 1,500 people 
at the conference of the League of the United Latin American Citizens at the New York Hilton Midtown. Make no mistake about it, uh, Michelle Michael said, we have to keep fighting as hard as we can on immigration. That means we got to keep fighting as hard as we can to bring more of them here illegally. The first lady slash man said, and then as my husband has said, he's going to do whatever administrative action he can do to fix that broken system. Oh, really? Like he's not, like he isn't the biggest reason that it's broken to its current levels. In other words, what does that mean? What is that he's going to do whatever administrative action, in other words, executive orders, unilateral decision-making processes that he can do to fix the broken system. Well, what he's, what she's saying is that by executive order fiat, he is going to totally try to totally open up that border so that there's no more restrictions and we will have a North American Union, one of the ten governmental kingdoms under Antichrist in the New World Order. In so many words, that's what they're saying here. Next report claimed deportation agency will be broken months so the the deport the ones doing the deportation they're they're going to be broken months they can't they're going to be able to put anybody back it's all the money's going to be spent in bringing everybody into the interior which is what they're doing now and also all the child trafficking and child sacrifice and in probably cannibalism that goes along with that of the elite at the highest levels they've got you know what's on the menu man this is what they do they kill children they eat them. They max. They terrorize them to the maximum extent before they kill them because they vampirize their not only their innocence but their fear. It's well known that in human sacrifices, this is what they do. They get more pleasure from the sacrifice. The more they terrorize the small child, a lot of these children are literally going to end up in that exact. That's going to be their fate. So you can say, I don't care about them all day long. I'm trying to protect them from a agonizing, terrorizing death as well. That's another thing hardly really anybody's talking about. We're going to talk about that more later. Um, going forward, White House stands by claim that border security is stronger than ever. So see, the worse it gets, the more they lie. The the worse and more flagrant and in-your-face the situation is, the more fork-tongued they become. Just a bigger lie to match a bigger... The, the bigger the situation gets, the bigger the lie. Just like Goebbels, Hitler's propaganda minister, said. You tell the big ones, the people believe you. Essentially. Adults, uh, another report, uh, adult illegals posing as children to enroll in high school. Well, they're coming, they, they got no ID, they're given a piece of paper, they can tell them whatever they want. They can be whoever they want. Next report, gangs using processing centers as a recruitment hub. According to Border Patrol sources, the violent which is the, like, this is the worst of the worst. The MS-13 gang members are using the Nogales Processing Center in Arizona as a recruitment hub 
and as a transfer point for gang members to get into the United States. Absolutely. This is all part of this plan. And they're recruiting them when they get to the processing centers and transferring them. The Red Cross has set up phone banks inside the processing centers so unaccompanied minors can make phone calls to family members inside the United States and back home in Central America. According to sources, those phones are also being used by MS-13 members to communicate with gang members already in the United States and operating in cities like Atlanta, New York, and Chicago. Further, many teenage males inside the facility have approached Border Patrol agents and have said gang members have tried to recruit them from shared cells, meaning they're sharing a cell, and the gang member's going to try to recruit them. They, he's already here. He's posing like he's some little innocent teenager. He's an MS-13 gang member. I mean, I've read too many reports saying that, you know, for a lot of them, unless they're in a gang, they, they see no way, other way to survive on the streets. And, I mean, if you're in MS-13, you kill. That's part of the being in that gang. According to F- the FBI, MS-13 regularly targets middle and high school students for recruitment. The national, I mean, I can't imagine they have a real long uh, lifespan in that gang. So they got to get them young. The National Border Patrol Council believes that there is a serious security issue at the Nogales Processing Center. Agents' hands are tied due to policies governing the care and lodging of juveniles. And this has allowed gang recruitment and activity to flourish amongst those being detained. Vice President of the National Border Patrol Council, Sean Moran, tells Town Hall. Earlier this week, an internal Border Patrol summary confirmed that at least 16 MS-13 gang members from El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala are being housed in the processing center after graffiti was found on the bathroom walls. These devils, they get in there, and you know, you'd think they'd be thankful that they're being housed and probably clothed and fed and all these other things. No, they start just tearing everything up with graffiti. Shows you what kind of animals you're dealing with here. Not everybody, but a lot of them are like this. These same gang members admitted to acts of torture and murder in their home countries before heading north to the United States. Oh, well, they're only torturing and murdering people before they come here. And America's waiting here with open arms. The American government. I'm going to play this video of border agent Hector Garcia. This is just... And this is really going to boil your blood. After all that I've just said, now you're going to hear from a Border Patrol agent. And let's see what he's telling us our wonderful government is forcing the Border Patrol agents to do now. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and roll this audio now. Um, this is... Um, uh, let's see here. This is... Um, I just, I just want to kind of give you a, a little background on this interview. This is was Saturday on Fox News Channel. Border Patrol agent Hector uh, Garza said that up to 70% of agents are being pulled off the patrolling the border to handle administrative paperwork. Administrative paperwork. So we're going to hear from him. Through our country. Is it true that 70% Border Patrol agents are not actually patrolling the border right now? That they're actually dealing? 70%. 
okay, not 30, 70, are being pulled off the border now when we need them the most. Totally unbelievably understaffed as it is. Underfunded, understaffed, hands are tied, and 70% of them are being pulled off the border. With the crisis of handling the concerns tied to those children? Uh, approximately 70% of the uh, Border Patrol agents are, have been reassigned for administrative duties, and those duties include the processing uh, of aliens, caring for aliens, transporting aliens, and, yeah, uh, uh, it's leaving a very porous border uh, in our country. Right now, though, you say the drug cartels are really fueling this problem. How so? Well, the drug cartels uh, are the ones that are organizing and orchestrating this uh, uh, this situation. Uh, what's happening is that the uh, aliens that are coming from Central America can very uh, can simply uh, come up through the port of entry and, and get the same result uh, that they're getting now, uh, which is this free pass into our country. Now, the reason that these uh, aliens are being uh, are crossing through the uh, river uh, to our border in the Rio Grande Valley sector in the Laredo area. Uh, is because uh, the, the cartels know that they're, they're going to tie up our border patrol agents uh, with these illegal aliens, with these family units, with these children. And at the same time, they'll be able to cross their dangerous drugs and those dangerous criminals that don't want to... Okay, so it kind of cuts off there. Uh, so, yeah, that's <laughs> only 70%. I mean, you know, we didn't need those 70 up there, especially now. We, we who, who needs them, you know? Come on. I mean, again, if, if that doesn't tell you that this is all being done by design to implode America, I don't know what will. Okay? I mean, this is a, and, and this has been confirmed on many other levels. Also, then we have the next report, which is TSA allowing illegals on planes without an ID. Okay? Illegal aliens are being allowed to fly on commercial airliners without valid identification, according to a National Border Patrol Council, according to the National Border Patrol Council. They said, quote, the aliens who are getting released on their own recognizance are being allowed to board. Now, these are the ones that went through the processing. They're being given a piece of paper and saying, go your little merry way. Um, And they're being allowed to board and travel commercial airliners by simply showing... They're what they call notice-to-appear forms, meaning they're notice-to-appear in courts. Most of them aren't even going to show up for those, and they're going to just disappear into the system. This is not... uh, Okay, and this is Hector Garza speaking again, the guy that we just heard from. He's their local spokesperson for the National Border Patrol Council. Uh, He told Breitbart, he said, this is not the Customs and Border Protection or any other federal agency renting or leasing an aircraft. These are the same planes that the American public uses for domestic travel. This adds insult to injury. Not only are we releasing unknown illegal aliens onto American streets, but we are allowing them to travel commercially in an enclosed space for hours on end using paperwork that could be easily reproduced or manipulated on any home computer. These notice appear forms have no photo. Anyone can make one and manipulate one. They, they do not have any security features, no watermark, no nothing. In other words, you could have a terrorist that's already in the country saying, oh, you know, I'm one of the illegal aliens that came over. And he prints one of these, these things up and he can travel anywhere. <laughs> no ID, no nothing. How much better could you make it for Satan? 
They are simply printed on standard copy paper based on the information the illegal alien says is the truth. Oh my word. It just keeps getting better and better. You gotta love it. You know? Ah, you know, I think we should just all roll over and give up. No, never in the name of Jesus Christ. But, you know, it's, you know, just like that. Ah, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I interject, try to interject a little bit of humor amid this horrificness. (laughs) How much better can you make it for him? You know? (laughs) You don't need nothing. Anybody can forge one of these things. Anybody can do it. It's awesome. Anyway, spokesperson Garza continued, quote, We do not know who these people are. We often have to solely rely on who they say they are. <laughs> That's good. I'm sure we're going to get really accurate information from somebody who's, a, who's entering the country illegally, who probably has no morals whatsoever, who might be a gang member or a terrorist, I mean, who has no identification at all, who are here illegally. I'm sure we're going to get the straight story from them. I'm, they would never, ever in a million years lie. They are the best of this country. Remember, according to Nancy, Nancy uh, Pelosi, they're the best of this country. Okay? So, uh, it says, we, we, we're, we have to rely solely on who they say they are, where they say they came from, the history of they say they have. We know nothing about most of them. ICE releases them into the American public, ICE, Immigration Custom Enforcement, is what it stands for, releases them into the American public, and now they are boarding aircraft at the simple with a simple paper document that anyone can easily alter or reproduce themselves. End of quote by Mr. Garza. Uh, many of them are just absolutely full of diseases as well. And guess what? You get on a plane, you're all breathing the same common air. Now, that's a fun scenario. This is how pandemics spread, outbreaks spread, especially when you have people in close quarters together on something like a plane. And I guarantee you the other people on that plane aren't giving full disclosure that they're riding with some, you know, disease-infested, maybe somebody that has TB, maybe somebody that has swine flu, lice all over them. The lice was so bad at um, one of the um, uh, stories I read this week on the lice. I mean, they're bringing these, these, I don't know, children, teenagers in and with, with lice infestation that is just off the scale bad. I mean, I guarantee none of these people on these, riding these planes with, with them are being given full disclosure on any of this. Well, that wouldn't be politically correct. You're violating their rights as an illegal alien here in our country. As a law-abiding, illegal alien. Yeah, so try to wrap your head around that last statement I just said. A law-abiding, legal, illegal alien who has more rights than any American that might have been here you know, for generations of generations. You, you could have come over the Mayflower, they got more rights than you. They're better than you. They have more privileges than you. They're going to get free health care, they're going to get free education, they're going to get free everything. Free housing, the whole nine yards. Hey, what's fair is fair, you know. Next report. 
It's here. The U.S. military's unusual and compelling urgency. It doesn't matter whether it's drugs, bodies, or how large the group is. Our agents are being ordered to stand down by Border Patrol management. Here's another confirming story of what we just said. Now, again, this whole thing that I'm talking about is so near and dear to Satan's heart that... They're going through all of this effort in order to make sure now the Border Patrol agents are even standing down. That is how important this is to Satan. That this gets done. It is here now and is a disaster in every sense of the word and getting worse by the second. It has begun. Military emergency orders, bases that are basically being used as FEMA camps to house illegal immigrants, locked down due to swine flu outbreaks and an all-out rush for massive quantities of vaccines, quarantines, and all of this border, and, and all of this as border agents are told to stand down. It just keeps getting better and better, like I said. And an influx of more and more people crossing the unprotected border continue to bring more disease in. Make no mistake, this is a deliberate attack on the American people. This is an absolute, literal, deliberate war on law-abiding American citizens, is what this is. This is a biological war. This is a spiritual war. This is a political war. This is an economic war. They are waging on law-abiding American citizens. Now, if the 501c3 church would have got off its uh, government-yoked, you know, you-know-what, and done something about this decades ago and not yoked up with the government, things would probably be very, very different. But because they did do that, they're silent. Do, do you see Smiley Joel Osteen coming out with, with saying stuff about this or, or really any other lamestream church that's yoked up with the government? Do you see there, there being massive amounts of 501c3 Christians in lockstep, unifying, locking arms, going and in protesting this? I don't see any of it. I see none. You just keep giving your money to the 501c, and I'm not talking to my listeners, I'm talking to those parishioners that go there. All they care about is just keep the money coming in. Don't say anything that's going to rock the boat. Hey, according to my 501c3 charter, I can't say anything that's going to be politically, you know, uh, uh, that will influence people in a political way. When you, when you get yoked up with the IRS, with the government, through your 501c3 charter, that's the way it should go. You become the CEO of that corporation. This is IRS paperwork. Designates you as this. And the deacons are the board of directors. And and as a corporation, because you have this privilege of yoking up with the government and your parishioners can write this off on their taxes, because that's really biblical. Giving so you can write it off on your taxes. Your IRS taxes that go to fund your own destruction. Got into that many times. Because you're doing all that, because you have that privilege, well, there's a price to pay. And that's that you keep your mouth shut, and you be a good little brown shirt Nazi, and you sit in your pew, and you warm it, and you don't do anything against this government. Because we gave you your right to exist, and in exchange for that, you keep your mouth shut. 
Now, I'm not saying every 501c3 pastor is that way or every single person that goes to a 501c3 church is that way, but you don't understand what's happening to yourself on a spiritual level when you go to a 501c3 church and you sit in those pews and you give money to that church. You don't know what's happening to you on a spiritual level. I think there's things that, that when we get to heaven, we will be revealed to us and it'll be like, whoa, I had no idea I was in that kind of spiritual bondage because you can't see those chains. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption, as the Bible says. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. Most people have just been overcome in that system. I was in it. I'm not, ju- I'm not judging from the standpoint I think I'm so much better. I was in it for years. But I got my eyes open, and I really got my eyes open when I came out. We'll talk a lot about that a little bit more later. So, um, the Border Patrol agents are just being told to stand down. Make no mistake, this is a deliberate attack on the American people from within the White House. Breitbart says it doesn't matter whether it's drugs, bodies, or how large the group is. Our agents are being ordered to stand down by the Border Patrol management. I have received reports from our agents in every single sector from San Diego to the Rio Grande Valley in Texas that they are receiving the same orders. They are not being relieved in place, meaning they're not being relieved. Is that like one guy's coming on as a Border Patrol agent and another person's relieving him? No. It would be like if you were in World War II and you were guarding a fence and, you know, okay, I gotta, I gotta pull guard duty for eight hours on a sector of fence, okay, to make sure that no enemies are getting in. And you're just being told, no, leave your post. And you would say, well, hold on, somebody's got to come here to take my place so the enemy doesn't come in. No, 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 just go. You're good. They're not being relieved. They're simply being told that someone else is being dispatched, but none of us have seen that occurred. occur. This is a, a Border Patrol agent talking here. He explained, we are simply being ordered to stand down and to stop tracking and trying to apprehend criminals. That's why all of this malicious stuff is all well and good. I'm not against it. But if you're just going to go down there to, I mean, okay, just go down there to bring a clicker. Cl- click off all the people coming over the border because you can't do nothing about it. The way this is being set up. Who are you going to call? A non-existent Border Patrol agent that's been told to stand down? And the ones that are there are going to be overwhelmed. The ones that, that, that the, the, the few that are behind are doing paperwork to process all the illegal aliens coming in. So there's probably nobody there. <laughs> or next to nobody. He, he discussed the importance of agents being relieved in place when tracking a group or individual. Both centers at Brownsville and nearby Fort Brown were today, and this is from the Daily Mail, both centers at Brownsville and nearby Fort Brown were today on lockdown as border office officials scrambled to contain a potential outbreak, placing some 120 people who came in contact with juveniles in isolation. They're scrambling to contain outbreaks now. It's not in the news, but they are. It comes days after Texas officials renewed demands that the federal government take further steps to secure the borders 
border as waves of illegal immigrants are turning military bases into makeshift settlements. The crisis has gotten so bad that the military has now put out a no-bid order for vaccines because we know that's the, that's the savior of all mankind. The wonderful, wonderful, wonderful vaccines which will be most likely the absolute linchpin catalyst precipitator for the next pandemic and I've covered that subject more than probably any other. The Potter blog says that the, and this is straight from the government, okay, when you see it from the Potter blog, they're always going by official governmental documents that are like on fezbizop.com or what, they're always federal. The guy doesn't like, you know, he's really strict about that, typically. And you can go watch the video, but I'm just going to give you a little bit about what the video says. Influenza vaccine based on unusual and compelling urgency. This federal order states that 70% of the vaccine order must be met by August. And and again, now we're seeing, okay, the flu season, you're starting to get into that. They want to have it before flu season starts. So they want it by August, okay? And the remainder in September. Much of the information about the order is redacted, meaning it's secret. Okay? I told you, I've always said this for a long time, that I believe the best way for the New World Order to be implemented in America, the way that they could do it without, with the least amount of resistance, would be to stage a pandemic, to chemtrail like crazy, whatever they're trying to release, to actually then have the illegal alien population come in and spread it even further, and then to have an, um, probably some type of binary agent that acts in the flu vaccines that will precipitate and combine, cross-combine, with whatever they have been exposed to in the chemtrails, and also in maybe even the food or the water, and then also other people they've come in contact with. That way, they can come out smelling like a rose. If you vaccinate somebody, and they walk out the next day and drop dead, like they did in the 1918-1919 Spanish flu, where one day, quote, men were hale and hearty, and the next day, it looked like they had died from the black death of a combination of different diseases. These are eyewitness accounts from 1918-1919. Spanish flu, which was like one of the biggest things also that, um, it had a lot to do with um, the war ending as well. Okay, in, in Europe, in um, World War One. I'm sorry. Had a lot to do with the war ending. Who were the ones that were dropping dead of the Black Death? The people that got vaccinated. Those were the ones. They can't pull that off today. We have the internet, we have the new, there's, there's way too many cameras, there's, there's, everybody has their smartphones recording everything. You can't be that obvious or in your face today. So they're going to have to try to do it some in a much more subtle manner. And whenever you can have binary or tertiary ways that you can kill somebody, meaning you can't just have a vaccine, that's not going to be the only thing that's going to kill you. It's got to combine with this and it's got to combine with this. Then you can look, be much more subtle about the way you go about things. My, that's my opinion. That's how I think it will. they will try to pull it off. The contract for the vaccine states, in the absence of timely a timely delivered vaccine, the government faces real harm and expense. Oh, we, we, we mustn't have that. The obvious explanation for such a sudden off-season demand for flu vaccine is the detection of H1N1 swine flu. Now, I did a series 
of reports on H1N1 swine flu. Just key in H1N1 or the word swine in the keyword search box. I think it was like at the end of 2009. I did. I mean, it was weeks where I got into the swine flu. The detections were made in the illegal immigration camps which have been set up on military bases. The decisions being made to allow an unlimited flow of illegal immigrants into the U.S. with no medical checkups, using U.S.-based military bases as FEMA camps to hold them. Outbreaks occurring within those bases all lead back to Washington, D.C. and Obama's unchecked actions that have some calling him for impeachment. This guy's done more things to be impeached, in my personal opinion, than most likely all of the other presidents we've ever had combined. More outward things. More in-your-face things. I'm not talking about things we don't even know about. I'm talking about obvious things. He's probably done more to be impeached than almost every other president we've ever had combined. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong in that statement. I could be. But there's nobody that's ever been more flagrant than this guy. I've never seen anyone with more impeachable offenses than this vessel of Satan. I don't think I'm going to like him. I mean, you know, obviously we're good buddies. We, we, you know, we send each other Christmas cards and, you know, we have the fam over every Wednesday and, you know, chew the fat and stuff like that. No, just kidding. Teasing. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play um, some videos here so we have a little bit more insight regarding what we're talking about here. We have a red alert at the Texas border in concerns to a biological hazard that was bound to happen. This is what we did not want to see take place. What's happened now is they have confirmed two children are diagnosed with the highly contagious, the highly contagious of all things, H1N1 virus on Friday at two separate military detention facilities. One in Brownsville, Texas, and the other at nearby Fort Brown. Both very close to each other, and both were put on lockdown as border officials scrambled to contain a potential outbreak, placing some 120 people who came in contact with the juveniles in isolation. Now, this comes days after Texas officials renewed demands that the federal government take further steps to secure the borders, and stop them from coming to these bases. Now, medical teams are stationed inside the detention centers to screen for lice, scabies, and chickenpox. But not everyone gets medical clearance. This is a huge problem. If someone is released and they are symptomatic, it gets spread rapidly. This is a huge warning. Everyone needs to be aware of this. This is now the problem down there in these facilities. You have two separate facilities on lockdown. There's no telling who came in contact with these people, moved to another facility. So many people being shuffled around. This is a big-time alert. People need to stay far and wide from, from these people if they're, they're coming in with swine flu, highly contagious diseases. And they're distributing people throughout the country. What if somebody slipped through un, unnoticed? That's all it takes. So... Lockdown in effect. They're trying to figure this out. I've not heard a word about it on the mainstream. I would 
say you're going to be hard-pressed to unless they absolutely have to. So we're going to shed some more light on this, uh, share this with people, let them know if they're going down to these facilities to try to check them out, that now there is the potential to, to, uh, to contract H1N1 swine flu. Highly contagious is the problem. As I get more information, I'll keep you guys updated, and I'll leave a link in the description box as always. This has been Dabu7. Okay, eyes open. so um, I need to do that at the end of my eyes open. You know, I think that would be good for, for, for me to start doing that. Okay, so we, we learned a little bit more there. Uh, this is a definite, real thing that we're dealing with here for something regarding any kind type of uh, potential pandemic. So, let's go further. Now, this next video, now I am not endorsing, I'm not endorsing W7, I'm not endorsing Sean Hannity, I'm not endorsing Sarah Palin, okay? Um, but I thought that what was said in this, uh, it's a pretty brief little interview here, was worth posting regarding just a reiteration of, of really what we're looking at here with Obama. And, and how lawless and rogue, and I mean, this is on mainstream, like Fox News television, they're saying this, which I do find, I mean, I can't say that, 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 that that's not a good thing, obviously, I mean, that is a good thing, because, I mean, whenever you have this, I guarantee you this, there wasn't this level of, of broadcasting of truth regarding Hitler before he came to power. You know, um, that is, you know, one good thing about all this in, in, in the day and age that we live in is, is uh, the alternative media and even some now with, with mainstream news. Because things are so flagrant, because things are so rogue and out of control and crazy, um, they're mainstream, you know, Sarah Palin, former Alaskan governor, Sean Hannity. I couldn't even listen to Sean Hannity when Bush was in office. I, I, he nauseated me so bad, and I was so offended by his defense, just because the guy was a Republican, that I could never listen to him. I can listen to him now because we have a Democrat in office, okay? Not saying that I agree with everything, but a lot of, obviously, what he says is, is, is true from the standpoint, you know, he's just pointing out all of this wicked and evilness, and just really a fraction. They're not going far enough. But I thought that this was kind of noteworthy, so I'm going to go ahead and play this video, or this audio, um, as well. News that says it's time to impeach President Obama. Joining us now to explain exactly what she meant, Fox News contributor, former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin. Governor, good to see you. Thank you, Sean. Now, as soon as this came out, like the next day, CNN, the Communist News Network, had this thing up there saying, you know, okay, Sarah, it's enough. Everybody wants you just to shut your mouth. Everybody doesn't want her to shut her mouth or anyone else that would say this is, is, is my point here. Okay. What she's saying is the truth. Okay. So that's all that is, is theater. That is contrived. There, there is, I mean, a huge disapproval rating of this president and there's a, ton of people that want him impeached. And it's not 3% of the population. It's much more than that. So, um, whatever they're trying to, to say at the Communist News Network, typically it's a pack of lies. Thanks so much. Um, why, don't, why don't we just explain your piece, and then I have a few questions. Explain why you think the time is, is now, and that you really want the Republicans to move forward with this. 
Yes, it is time. A great awakening is due in this country, and this is the message that will be sent to our president, that he is not an imperial president, and lawlessness will not be accepted by the American people. That's not what he was elected to do, was to create his own laws as he goes along. I think it's time, you know, a a little less talk, a lot more action. When we see... I mean, when have you ever heard on mainstream media, on any president we've ever had, where it's just, they're just calling the guy lawless, a liar, I mean... I mean, really, that that's, in and of itself, that is encouraging. Because, you know, you just don't hear that typically um, in America. And so, anyway. Even GOP lawmakers who are recognizing and proclaiming Obama's violation of the Constitution and then ignoring that Constitution and the power they have to impeach gets kind of frustrating for the American people. Somebody needs to look out for the working class Americans and the tipping point in this drive towards impeachment for me has been the illegal immigration issue, the crisis created by Obama, where nobody is looking out for the working class of Americans, including good, hardworking, wonderful legal immigrants. Impeachment is a message that has to be sent to our president that we're not going to put up with this lawlessness. You know, Governor, on the on the issue certainly of the IRS, I agree with you. And, and for those that don't have the historical reference, that was Article 2 of Richard Nixon's impeachment. And, in fact, that was only the a threat or the idea to do uh, something that the IRS did. But I want to go specific. When you talk about lawlessness, that means choosing not to enforce immigration laws. That means not... Enforcing work requirements for welfare, that means unilaterally changing the Obamacare law. In other words, those things that the Republicans have said. Yes, and it also means lying to the American people, and it means fraud. He has allowed fraud, his, its subordinates, and he himself, to fraud the American people on these programs, these policies that he has promised will work or will not impact debt or deficit. These have been lies by our president. Yes, th- those are impeachable offenses. Sean, experts, attorneys, they have a list of at least 25 impeachable offenses. Now, GOP lawmakers know this, too. I really want Congress to do its job, the constitutional power that they have, to halt an imperial presidency, to halt this fundamental transformation of America that is making us an unrecognizable um, mess of a nation at this time. You know, Governor, uh, liberal and constitutional professor Jonathan Turley said we are at a constitutional tipping point on the very lawlessness that you mentioned. Uh, Mark Levin, constitutional scholar, says this is a post-constitutional America. Um, And I think a lot of people, I looked at the poll on drugs today, whether people agree with you, it was over 70%. Uh, Should political considerations come in at all? I interviewed Pat Buchanan today. He thinks that liberalism is now on full display as a... Yeah, over 70% on Drudge to impeach. I mean, biggest news uh, outlet, you know, anywhere, essentially. So that's what we're dealing with. Failure, and politically it would be elusive for Republicans. Should that matter? Now, I I think politics come into play more when you consider uh, not rocking the boat, if you will, and and allowing the liberalism agenda to fail on its own. I I think that's kind of a a political bent right there. And and all due respect to Pat Buchanan, and I do respect his opinion, I disagree with him. I think, you know, keep politics out of this then. This is a bipartisan issue. Americans, Congress, those who are concerned about protecting our Constitution and using the one tool that Congress does have to halt what is going on, this lawlessness coming from the top, the one tool they have 
are articles of impeachment. Let's get going on that. And it's not necessarily, Sean, a lawsuit being filed by Congress because you don't bring a a lawsuit to a gunfight. And there's no place for She's talking about, I believe, the lawsuit Boehner's talking about, bring against Obama. Boehner's yoked up with Obama. All that was is lip service. That's a joke. A lawsuit? What are you going to do? Sue him for, like, what kind, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. What she's saying is we need, the guy needs to be impeached. ASAP. Lawyers on the front lines. Where are the front lines in America? They yeah. are our borders. Governor, on the, on the issue of lawlessness, I agree with you. I agree with Jonathan Turley, and I agree with Mark Levin, th- three very bright people. Um, but if you recall, the Republicans wouldn't even stand up. They have constitutional authority, the Republicans in Congress, to defund Obamacare. They could have taken a stand, and they didn't do it. I don't have any confidence that they would even consider this. Do you agree with me that they don't have you the don't, political backbone? That they don't have the mm, cojones to do it, if that's what you mean? Okay, yeah, Sean, I'll, you're I'll, absolutely I'll try to be a little right. more delicate, Governor, but yeah, know, that's what I, I meant. <laughs> Not me, man. I yeah, go rogue. I'll yeah. say what I want to say. Sean, absolutely, man. Bingo, when when you say, wait a minute, they had a constitutional tool to unfund Obamacare, and that was just fulfilling all of their campaign promises that they were going to uh, repeal Obamacare, right? Look what happened to the one or two or three good guys like Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, who stood up to fulfill their constitutional duty and their campaign yeah. promises. Man, they got I, thrown under the bus. They got excoriated. And the view isn't very good from under the bus. Well, the American people, I believe, are going to say this time, this go around, no, okay, we learned our lesson. And it will be us. We get the government that we support. We get the government, obviously, we that deserve. we vote for, but that we put up with. How about we don't put up with this lawlessness? Washington is broken. If people care about the future of this country and defense of our republic, they will join this cause of articles of impeachment against Barack Obama because enough is enough. Governor. Okay, so that's basically, and again, it's a good trend to see this occurring in on a mainstream news show, you know, and, and so, again, it's not that I'm endorsing anybody, but, but I just thought that was a good trend to see, because there's so much negativity, you know, that we're dealing with here. Okay, so I've ran out of time for part one, we will go to part two next. Scott Johnson's 800-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-4-F-O-R-Truth, T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, box number 321, Hickory, North Carolina, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.